We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country throughout Australia from which we conduct our podcast. We would like to pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Hey guys, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today I'm joined with Polish Club. Hello, how are we? Hey, hey, let's go. Let's go. Do you, can you guys please quickly introduce yourselves? Uh, it's David Novak from uh, Polish Club Music Proprietary Limited. And uh, John Henry Pajak on a less um, high quality um, <laughs> microphone system. Uh, from Polish Club Music Proprietary Limited. So I read somewhere that you guys said that you were the sweatiest rock band in Sydney. <laughs> no, no, well, no we, that, that's when we started. Uh, now we're the zaniest rock band in Sydney now. Oh, are you? Yeah, we don't have to leave the house anymore. So the sweat count is down and the, the zaniness has gone up, apparently, according Hey-o. to some media outlets. Hey, let's go. Let's get zany. I'm still, I'm, I am still literally sweating right now. Yeah. But gets a bit like that. <laughs> no one has to see it anymore. So that's good. You, you, you need one of those on your soundboard. You need a zany, like a, um, like a boing kind of sound or something. <laughs> Just the opening two chords of the Seinfeld theme. <laughs> Zany. <laughs> yes. Where did Zany so even zany. come from? Zany. Who I forget. That? Who said it, John? Yeah. I don't know. So, like some, uh, it was in a review, I think. Which is, uh, it was like yeah. a, generally a nice review, but like something about, and you know, like I'm, I'm, it's okay. Like you can, I'm okay. Like we are kind of zany and, and this album, all the promo is pretty zany and all the artwork's really zany. Um, but it's just kind of, it's just kind of weird. <laughs> I, I love this is, this is, this is going to be like years of effect on you and probably I, it reminds me of when I used to work at a radio station, the program director called me smarmy and I didn't really know what it meant <laughs> at the time. And I Googled it and I was like, ah, shit. Yeah. I'm pretty smarmy, huh? And it's like stuck with me <laughs> till today. So I think the new version of that is zany i think i think it, it cuts because of, it's probably it's true probably yeah and, and, it, and it just yeah. like it's only until it gets put in front of you like that you're like oh god yeah shit i haven't heard the word zany probably since i was in like grade three that that was it that was probably the last time i ever heard that word <laughs> what was the what was the context for it in grade three i don't even remember i think it was just the first time i ever learned that what that word even was it was just and then you never it was never mentioned ever again yeah <laughs> <laughs> I never really think to use it. But now I really want to know what smarmy, smarmy means. Uh, it's like used car salesman, like greasy, like forced charm. Gross, yeah. gross, trying to be charming, I think. All right. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah think. A bit, bit slimy. Slime. I'll Google it. I'll Google it. It's a, it, ingratiating and weed weedling in a way that is regarded as insincere or excessive (laughs) oh my god brutal i think the old the old novak was smarmy but the new novak's um novak is yeah so when when did you guys start making music and deciding to form polish club how did how did polish club come to be i kind of i like to think that it's always existed you know (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
Go on. And six years ago, it just kind of like just came to the surface, and it's like a like a one of those like deep pimples that you're like, fuck, it's down, it's under the skin, I can't get to it. And then eventually it comes up, and you can pop it, and it and then it splats on the splats on the mirror, and you got to wipe so the, the mirror off. Is the pus. Right. I yeah. love that. That was a lovely, lovely explanation. Yeah. I mean, we were we were uh, f- friends for a while. And then uh, we started playing in, in, a, in another band. Uh, and then we decided to do our own thing in 2014, 2015. And uh, fell, fell ass backwards onto the radio. And, and, and then the pus, the pus came out of the, yeah. the, the pimple wound. Yeah, we were friends. And then we became colleagues. Yeah. Nice. Bit of a black flip. Are you drinking are you drinking a beer? It's like yeah, it's of just after midday. Of course I met <laughs> we're in lockdown. This is this is the way I'm going right now. I'm ready it's for literally it. in the title of the podcast job. Yeah. All right. So when are the tears coming out then? Beers and tears. Well, it depends. If one of you wants to start crying, or usually I have a habit of tears of I cry when I laugh, always. So right. it's one way or another. Anyway. Uh, Novak, you're kind of you're on the verge of tears. Oh, I'm on the verge. I was actually I, I I was imagining it as beers and tears. Like we're gonna we're gonna tear rock music a new one. Oh, so you know we're already doing that. So it's it if it's beers and tears, job done, guys. Well done, we did it. Beautiful, well done. <laughs> so third album made by two dill pickles. Now we are cooking. Please tell me about this album. What were you going for how long did it take to put together how many songs did you actually have (laughs) before (laughs) we came to this conclusion it's it's interesting that you said you called it now we are cooking because remember when we were naming it you were like i'm sick of like like um weird grammar in titles and then we decided to like do a title with heaps of um commas and shit what do you call them apostrophes parentheses conjunctions abbreviations so it's actually now now we're cooking now we're cooking cooking now we're cooking cooking there's two apostrophes in it it does it does kill me a little bit every now and then because like when you officially want to write like a song title sometimes you want to put it in quotation marks and like fortunately yeah. you don't have to do that for for an album name but if you did have to it would be yeah, quote, now we're cooking apostrophe end quote and that's, that's yeah, something that's, I that's can't, gross that's gross that. yeah. that make it doesn't make you just don't say it like cooking like that phrase isn't you just, it yeah, doesn't make sense without, yeah. Yeah, every time I see the word cooking with a G, I'm reminded by, uh, I'm ri- reminded of that video game, that Japanese video game called uh, Cooking Mama, where you're a little anime girl and you you cook. So every time someone misspells it with a G, I'm like, now we are cooking, which I'm super into. We could also make it that. Oh, Do a Japanese version. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what was the question? So I have no idea. Something about the album. Yes. Uh, Do you tell anything about the album? Why, why, why? Just why? Yeah. Why that is a good why is a good question because why like yeah, why do we keep doing it? And it we just keep I know, we just do it and then once you make one album, you just kind of start another one and then you it's just this kind of endless loop that goes forever. Like now that we've kind of finished this it's kind of weird though because we can't tour so it doesn't feel like we've totally finished but we we 
we've got to start thinking about doing it again you know it's this weird loop that you just can't if you can do it then it's it's kind of hard to get out of it until yeah. you kind of start hating each other and then it just falls apart and then you start but doing it, it also it also kind of feels like a shitty avengers where like every two years you, you get the team back together but you have to like pay them <laughs> and then so you get like your publicist back and you get you get like the people who play with you live back <laughs> your your front of house yeah. comes back and you're like dun, 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 dun. And then you released yeah. an album. <laughs> but we had this moment last week when the album came Shitty out. Shitty Avengers. Yeah, it is. It is, though. It's like getting, well, really shitty Avengers. Like, we're not. We're shitty not really Avengers is just Age of Age of Ultron, right? Age of Ultron Part 2. The direct <laughs> Zack Snyder right? cut. Yes, the song, my God. Yeah. But like, I don't know, you get this moment after uh, you release a, a, an album and you're like, what now? And then you're just like, I guess you just kind of have to keep your eye on the horizon and, and focus on the next thing, which John, you're very good at that. So it's been kind of hard, though, with like lockdown, because you just don't know when you can do the next thing. Like we want to do more recording, but like, and we kind of plan to do some more recording in I think uh, August maybe, but I just just couldn't. And now I just I don't know when we'll be able to do it again. It's kind of weird. I think also the frustrating thing with regards to like moving on and keeping that momentum going is we don't write by ourselves. So it's not like John or myself are sitting at home and being like, well, I'll take this time to write music. It's like that's not really how we find ourselves to be productive we have to like physically be in a room together yeah. and and find that press release quote which is write 90 ideas which i think was the number we settled on um this time around so i thought it was not... i thought it was 390 <laughs> oh, sorry. 390 ideas um almost 400 uh so we'll be aiming for 500 next time but like we can't do that right now so it's 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 kind of like being we'll, in a holding yeah. pattern we're kind of lucky with the because we kind of wrote and recorded this album during COVID when it started, and we're kind of lucky to find some some little gaps. Uh, and maybe we did it while we were in lockdown, but the less hard, less harsh lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I guess we'll just have to wait for another. Well, I, hopefully this is, there's no more gaps, and it's just like the end of lockdowns when we start again. Yeah, we kind of it, it, it synced up really well for us, um, or as well as you could expect, because we had. Um, no tours to do at the time when it first came around and like we could just focus on writing just the two of us in a room and then by the time stuff started relaxing the first time we could go into the studio and record an album um yeah. so we like just got all of those things that we needed to do across the line and then got shut down again and now we're having to do all this stuff from home which fortunately yeah, we, possible i thought we timed it perfectly with having like the recording last year and like in lockdown and stuff and then I was like oh by the time we release it it'll be like everything opened up again and it kind of looked like it was going to be up until like a couple of months before the release of the album so that's a shame but whatever so yeah. close yeah. How would you say this album differs from your other albums? The, the, the first one was like all the songs we had and all the songs we could do at the time. The second one we tried very hard <laughs> and it was a, a struggle. And the third time was was like kind of all of our prior 
learnings of how to like best be effective in, in songwriting and get things over the line and you know be comfortable with writing in a committee and and getting things approved by a team which led to uh inevitably a more hi-fi i guess for lack of a better word pop angle mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. I, mean, I don't know how you see it john we still write the music in exactly the same way that we we like exactly the same way as when we kind of got together for the very first time to write music which is just us to sing like with drums and a guitar in a in a practice space just kind of like banging out in three hours as many ideas as possible usually like 10 to 15 and then just recording them on a iphone and then just seeing what sounds best in that way and then kind of like but i guess the difference with this one is that we we kind of just spent time in the studio making them sound extra schmicker i suppose yeah we weren't we weren't like struggling to finish songs on the day of recording we kind of got them into their almost final form as best we could with just the two of us um before bringing it to the studio and got it approved by the label and by management um in a state that was like pretty much songwriting wise finished and by the time but then even yeah yeah. we had a couple that weren't totally locked down like style wise but then scott the producer was like so quick to like Mm. guide us which is it was crazy quick price like we recorded it all in like eight days or something it was it was, was um, it eight days what was how long was no, it? It no was longer than that 12 12 and a half or something we had 14 days and we did it with a day to spare but um it's easy when you have someone that's done it before um in scott horsecroft who knows how to work with rock bands but also knows like how to work with major labels and how to kind of find the happy medium between uh you know just being a rock band but also having the the kind of hi-fi sensibilities that you you kind of aim for when you're trying to make a major label release so it was he knows how to he knows how to put put that pop sheen on a rock band that doesn't sound too cynical like like he he worked he did like all the latest silver chair stuff and um uh like last dinosaurs and stuff so he, yeah, yeah it's kind of like a sound that doesn't make it doesn't make it too it's cheesy but not too cheesy where you, you cringe a bit hey, hey whoa whoa cheesy zany no. please it's zany. oh zany sorry but you know like how like pop pop rock music needs an element of cheese to it i feel yeah i think the part that makes you that like you get away with being quote-unquote cheesy in rock is self-awareness and like giving yourself up to the concept of well we're trying to do something that is that has some semblance of mass appeal um because we're not we're not afraid of that we we at at some point we somewhat strive for uh being palatable to a wide variety of people i mean why the fuck not that's the point um so being aware of that and embracing it the the there's genuineness in that that's going to come out especially when you have someone like scott who's like why not put that thing that you think is super lame like an evo on your song david bowie did it and then you're like oh yeah that's fine yeah interesting it's nice to have that third that third party input as well because i feel like sometimes um you can be in like a very big like the depth of it all like you've just been doing it for days on end so it's good to have that kind of third party input as well in that aspect yeah that's the kind of the the sign of like a really experienced producer who can be like really efficient in the way they they're in their opinions of things you know 
they they get out of the way when they need to be out of the way and then they kind of get in there and like and be like no no go this way to like keep it efficient i think having that like sense of authority um when you know we could maybe have a tendency of of dawdling on on the idea of like oh is this is this lame is this is this not cool and then having someone be like what are you talking about it's fine it's cool it can't it can be cool just try it yeah or or alternatively being no this sucks uh let's try something else yeah (laughs) totally for sure and so do you guys have personal a personal favorite song off the album i really like um I didn't want that for you. I think John likes it too. I yeah, I like that one. I think yeah. it's it's earnest without being um, too on the nose. Uh, it it's it's a song that's not like the others in that it's not verse, chorus, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, verse, pre-chorus, chorus. It's just like verse, 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 um, and it's just very lyrically focused. Um, yeah, it's like, kind I, of different for us. Yeah, yeah. I, I also really appreciate or. I'm really satisfied that we can write a song like Stop for a Minute where it's just hooks and it's just like pretty much approached like a pop song where every bit is not um, focused on like, again, that verse, pre-chorus, chorus, even though it has that, they're all just independent hooks that you can put in any order and they work. Yeah, I feel like this album, like every there's only like 10 songs on it, but every song is like a different vibe of, of song, you know, that you could easily make a whole album out of that one vibe but we like to kind of like just put 10 it's like 10 songs from 10 different albums on yeah or, or something like that so like i look at i look at songs like uh like new age which is number two and it's kind of like kind of disco like lo-fi disco-y and i'm like oh that's cool we could do that like uh, and, it, and it doesn't sound wrong coming from us yeah, yeah. so that i'm always like really like I don't know. I feel like this band has legs when I when I make realizations like that that we could do d- stuff so so specific as that. Yeah, and not be set to like that specific genre and be able to kind of like venture into sort of other subgenres almost. Totally. Yeah, like we don't have to do like the like you're the rock and roll baby, yeah. like jangle fucking whatever. There's a couple of those in there as well. I think like in isolation, the single songs maybe don't jump out at us personally it's it's more a satisfaction of having them all sit together in one album and be like oh it still sounds like the same band we don't have to have a whole album of of that whatever i don't know retro soul classic rock whatever it can it can go between pop and disco and and rock and soul and and still sound cohesive enough for everyone to to see it as an album which i think is the most satisfying part of it i think think, yeah Sorry, I always wanted to do like a consistent genre style album, but just the way that we go about albums, making albums at the moment, is just impossible to do that. But one day, maybe. That's got to be like, it's got to be on the list of things to do for the next one, though. Like, I mean, I think we're always striving for like one big idea. I mean, I'll stop short of the, the, the term concept album, but like at least like a genre album. It's 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 always it's always hard, like John said, because we have to deliver songs singularly to a label and to management and be like, what about this one? What about this one? What about this one? And there's inconsistencies in that inherently by the way we go through this process. But I think it'll be <laughs> a personal triumph or it'll feel like one if if we're able in the future to be like, here's a 
I don't know, classic rock album. And all the songs are like kind of the same, coming from the same space. And I think that's probably in my mind, the next challenge. I feel like that's thinking about it now. It's kind of why we had to like, we have to like kind of like push so hard and like promo concepts, like trying to find the, the, cause there's like no, there's no cohesive concept, musical concept, you know? I get that. Yeah. But I also think it's nice to be versatile because I feel like some artists get stuck within a specific genre and then their fan base is based around that. And so then they kind of get stuck making the same music, even if potentially that's not really the avenue that they want to go to at that point in time as well. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder though if I, if we lost how many fans, like, because our first stuff was like pretty like garagey, shitty recording, two piece rock and now like hi-fi poppy kind of rock yeah. i wonder if we've looked at how many people we've lost along the way i guess the aim is to like appeal to you lose maybe you lose drop off some listeners but you gain more is the kind of thinking i suppose well i also think like there's the concept of you only need a thousand fans who will follow everything you do and be super invested and you can sustain a career and I think we've like fully found that where I always panic before releasing new music. So I'm like, ooh, maybe this one's a bit too much. I don't know, of X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. And it always comes back as like, yeah, that sounds totally like Polish Club. So we've become less precious about it because that small but passionate group's always there. And then everyone beyond that, um, because we're trying to write hook-based, catchy rock music, Everyone kind of is open to that. It's it's by design. What we're trying to do is is write catchy music that uh, goes beyond whether people like it or hate it. It's like it's stuck in their heads. So I feel like a, yeah, I feel like yeah, definitely this album. Like we've got more potential for like casual listeners as well. Like I don't know, it's it's like it's like my like my mom was talking about how all her friends like enjoy it. <laughs> And, and like people she works with and i'm like oh yeah okay it's because it's like a song for everyone as well like you were saying like you kind of enter into a few different sub genres within the album as well so i guess like someone who might not necessarily like pop punk or like pop rock might like the, like the disco trackish thing song that you made you know what i mean kind of like there's something for everyone but I also yeah, yeah. Also, production-wise, like I, I, I didn't feel like this uh, last album was like too much different, but like, like this, there was like more abrasive sounds, I guess, and, and more attacking sounds. But this one's just must something about it that just people are comfortable with. Well, it's that whole thing of like, can you put this on a, on a playlist of songs that you can play in a shop, or you know, can you put this on in the background? Um, I think the production goes a long way to doing that because we have a lot of songs that like fit that bill, but the way we record it and the way it's performed, like I'm screaming 99% of the time and the guitars are like drenched in, in distortion and like everything is just really loud and brash. And once you pull back on that and just let the parts of the song, you know, speak for themselves, you can see that the, the bones of the song are always going to yeah. be appropriate for uh you know hopefully coffee and chill or whatever the fuck the, the yeah <laughs> sure i reckon and there's uh, there's hardly any like big symbol stuff in this one which i feel like might, might be a bit of it like i remember like we record all the symbols separately so they could be like buried deeper in the mix as opposed to when you record it all together the symbols just like take over everything and i feel like symbols that's the sound maybe that everyone's like people uh, casual listeners are kind of like Ugh. yeah 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 that's that's your equivalent of my 
belting nonstop. Yeah. Um, the album art reference. What? Whose idea was this? This food referencing scheme. Yeah, it was just my. It was my first thought, really, and <laughs> just I get like the name wasn't originally like referencing food, but I was just like it was literally like my first thought, and I remember like the last album cover. I didn't go with my first thought and I was just like umming and ahhing and stuff and kind of like got into a bit of trouble in terms of deadlines. And this time I was just like, nah, I was going to go. With my th- it's kind of silly, but I just, let's just do that. And everyone was kind of on board with it. The uh, burger thing. And I think it turned out nice. Got a really good food. I think it was yeah. really easy because once you came up with it, everyone, me, uh, Charlotte and our, our management, our label, Everyone's immediately like, oh, yeah, cooking, like burgers, like, you know, every we all talk like John and I are obsessed with food. We always talk about food and, and we're always so focused on like what stupid content we could make. And it was so easy to like immediately picture that as soon as John was like, the cover is us in a burger. We're like, OK, done. Easy. There's some like there's so many jumping off points. So it was it was immediate. Yeah, I got like a uh, Benito, Benito is like a really good food photographer. And my my friend Jerry Jerry Joy is like a really good food stylist. And so it was like a I don't know, it was like it was like really easy day. Like just went in I don't know half a day into the studio and just bang all these like funny photos out, and then got a really good retoucher to put it all together. Like it was like the least I've had to do. It was like so good, and it turned out really like well. actual pros. Yeah. Think so. Yeah, it's amazing how easy stuff is when you get professionals to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. crazy. And pay them for it. Oh yeah, pay them properly. Yeah, yeah, pay them properly, and they'll do a good job. Or they, or even sometimes, even if you don't pay them, they do a good job. Well, I mean, our first like five years in a band, we were very much leaning on our friends, who are all super talented, but like, yeah. are always the kind of people to be like, no, 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 you don't really need to pay me. And then it becomes this weird like dynamic of like, well, we should kind of let them do whatever they want to do. And and, and it, it, it doesn't get messy, but it gets uh, the process becomes longer. So when you're just like pay actual pros to do what they do for a living, it's like, oh, well, that's fine. I can kind of just trust them to do their job. Yeah. Put in your input a bit as well. Mm. If the collaboration with Burger Head is the burger good. Have we had it? Is the burger yeah. It yeah. I, I cooked it. It was delicious it was amazing i actually said to manny my girlfriend yesterday i'm gonna buy another one um because it was genuinely delicious which is amazing because like we just did it for for the gimmick really yeah um it's like a weird bucket list thing for me where it's like uh, we need a polish club burger like an official one yeah. so to, to have that um was was super exciting but yeah it was amazing and a pro that it's good just the added oh, yeah. bonus <laughs> Well, we can leave it at that, I reckon. We enjoyed a good burger. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been lovely having you guys on. It's been a pleasure having a chat. Thank you very much. I hope we uh, provided enough uh, tears for the beers and tears. We definitely did. Usually we do a little bit of a cheers at the end of our episodes. So I noticed you had a little... This is clear, uncarbonated beer. Oh, beautiful. (laughs) I drink booze in a mug. I love it. Cheers. Cheers.